You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Weeds. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Weeds news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Weez! Yo, what up After Buzzers? It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity, and I'm here in studio with David Skiffaletti. Hello! So, we just got finished with Weed Season 7, Episode 5 crazy great episode yeah it was really awesome um this season's been kind of it's been a little rocky yeah up and down i've enjoyed every episode but not every episode has been as consistently interesting right i don't think Um, this one was no no this this episode really it it was uh, a finger finger meat banquet that was the title of the episode. <laughs> that was the title of the episode. And um fit very Genius. well. Yeah. Um the intro. We always talk about the intros here. Um This week was a giant slab of meat mm-hmm. being cut. Um with weeds stamped into it. Yes, very creative guys. Very creative. And then the plate comes over created by Created by. Um So genius. So genius. <laughs> So, <laughs> I want to be in that room when they create those openers. And just create them? And just create them. I think it's so genius. I mean, no other TV show that you ever watch has a different opener for every episode. Huh. Yeah. They're always the same. That's why I think it's so smart. It is very smart of them. Um. So, yeah. I, I mean, the thing about this show is it's only a half hour. Mm-hmm. Although tonight felt like it was about like forever. <laughs> forever. We had um little technical difficulties. Um little. Okay, we had a big de- technical <laughs> difficulty. However, uh, you know, pushing past that, we had they fit so much into these episodes. Um and Tonight, it started out with Doug. Um, he's in a business meeting, um, and you know he gives us the title, which the meat storm is brewing. <laughs> and to that, <laughs> oh yeah, he did say that. I wrote meat storm too. I was like, did he really say that? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. To that, um, his boss comes out and introduces the vehement, vehement, vehement beefsteak. Yes, beefsteak. Because vehement is the name of the company that they work for. It, okay. Yes. Okay, because I thought they were like trying so to create is, some sort no. of. I didn't know what they were trying to I create. I think it's like their new business venture as a company. They're moving into meat. Okay. Meat Res- goods. Respectable. 
Respectable. There is money in meat. In meat. Okay. Let me just tell in you. In more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, but in edible, digestible meat, we'll say, not edible. Digestible meats. There is money to be made. So if you're looking for a business to sort, you should start like a deli meat business. I'm so mad. I'm serious. Uh. <laughs> All right, so here we go. What are we doing here at AfterBuzz? Let's I know, get on right? our meat. Let's our get meat on some dried meats. So Nancy <laughs> rolled in the, the meat uh, on a cart, and I love how she's on a phone. On her phone, calling the sergeant. <laughs> calling, uh, trying to deal drugs at this very at moment. At work. At work, yes. Oh, Nancy. Very smart, Nancy. Very smart. Nancy's always riding the wagon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Always wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and ooh, yeah, she was wheeling. Like literally, literally, literally was wheeling and dealing. <laughs> or trying to. Um. So yeah, then they cut to the scene. Uh, well, no, it wasn't cut to a scene. Uh, Martin Short, her, who's playing her lawyer now, uh, comes in and randomly tells her that she's going for a custody hearing. Not randomly. It was random to Nancy. Oh well, yeah. That's uh, true. I mean, I guess it was sort of random that he showed up at her work to tell her that she's got a custody hearing set. Right. Um, which, you know, in Oakland, California. Proved me wrong because I thought he was going to be a crappy lawyer. I thought he was going to be... Well, I mean, it has nothing to do with him. No, he got the custody hearing. No, he didn't. Jill set the custody hearing. Oh, J- oh right, because she... Okay, she and then canceled. her lawyer mm-hmm. let... Mm-hmm. Nancy's lawyer know that there was a custody hearing. He did, although, get her a forty-eight hour furlough right. from the halfway house. So go him, go, go him. Go I mean, he did something right. Which who knows if that's even true or not? Watch her go back. I know. Watch she goes back and she's got to go to jail because he forgot to f- file the paperwork correctly or something. <laughs> oh, brother. Um. So yeah, Nancy. The only thing I caught up with it was Nancy, you know, says, well, what do I need to bring? What do I need to go with? And Martin says, I wish I could remember his character's name. Um, You know, but Nancy, he says that you need a character witness. Um, Bring whichever son's going to make you look better. Yeah, he said preferably one of your sons. Right. Um, Which to me, that uh, why would you pick a son? I guess he doesn't well, know his situation, but no. I would have brought Andy. Well, because it's a it's a custody hearing for a child, so it looks better to get a character witness on like how your parenting skills are from one of your current children. True. I mean, one of your adult children. True, but to me, Silas isn't... I mean, neither of them are, are going to be a great character witness, although we do sort of get proved wrong, but... I just, I just think in her head, she should have smartened up and said Andy would be the perfect character witness. My husband's brother. My children's uncle. Yeah. The guy who would eat, would probably lie the best. And he wouldn't even have to lie about it because he would be able to turn every negative thing that Nancy does into a positive. Like, yeah, she deals drugs, but she's doing that to support her children. <laughs> 
Yeah, she, you know, marries the Mexican mafia, but she's doing it to support her children. <laughs> I love how you have it all figured out in your head. That Andy's going to turn all these negatives into because a positive. Because he, he's done her. it for the past six seasons. I know. I know. You know, and even so the beginning of the seventh one, he's coming out and going strong for Nancy. Yeah, he's definitely oh. Team Nancy. He's her head cheerleader. He is, and... The thing with him is I just feel, and it's just so sick and twisted because there's so much like romance in between them. Her and Andy? Well, really between Andy and her, not really between her and Andy. I know. And for the longest time, I thought they were related. That's gross. I couldn't, re- I couldn't, like, honestly, I thought Even it while they were, like, hooking up and stuff? Yeah, I thought they were brother and sister. And only recently did I realize, I think you told me, that it was her, her dead husband's brother. And then it all made sense to me. Well, I'm glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> oh, me too. So, yeah, she needs a character witness, so she asked Silas. And Silas is being a prick about it. In true form. What are your thoughts on that? Do you do you agree with Silas acting like that, or do you do you say you know what? Hey, there comes times like this where you just suck it up and you deal with it. I'm so up in the air. No matter what, I think Silas should have sucked it up, but I do understand so many points of where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. I mean, but and then there also is the jealousy of Silas. Really, never liked. The idea of Stevie. Because if you notice in the episode, he said, um, you know, you should give her a chance at least with her Stevie. Rather than saying her son. Right. She said with her, he said with her Stevie. So what are your thoughts as far as like this situation with them? Between Silas and Nancy? Between, between Silas, Silas, being Silas and the situation. I mean, I understand why he's so angry towards Nancy. Right. It's completely understandable, very relatable to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, she is your mother, and it's time to step up to the plate, be an adult. She needs a character witness. You may not like the fact that she's got a new baby, and you have another half brother, but it's time to get over it. My thought is: Does he feel Jill would be a better, more suitable parent for? Because no, I mean he does I, know I, how crazy Jill is. Yeah, I think I get. I mean, I get the sense that he doesn't like Jill. I mean, I, no one clearly nobody likes Jill. Not even her husband. That was crazy. Well, we'll get into we'll that, get but, to that, but. Um, like, there's no way that anyone thinks that Jill would be a, a better mom. Right. But um, he might think that Stevie might have a a more, quote-unquote, stable home if he stays with Jill, as opposed to Nancy, who's so neurotic about everything. I mean, yeah, and it's like, where are you living, Nancy? Are you going to bring Stevie around the world dealing drugs? And right, like, if you Have do, him kill somebody? <laughs> if you do get custody of Stevie, like, where is he going to go right now? Like, you probably have another year or year and a half in the halfway house. Like, where is this child going to live? Right. Um, all right, so if anyone's listening out there, the end of our 
episode got cut off at the last, like, not even two minutes. It was literally like an, a minute and 45 seconds. It was very frustrating. So, not if you're out there, give us a call at 424-256-1729. And just let me know if Guillermo was involved with this. <laughs> Guillermo? Yes. Who's Guillermo? Guillermo is the Mexican mafia. Remember the bald guy? Oh yes, she was always ah. involved with. Yes, yes, yes. Um, why all of a sudden do you think he's showing up? Okay, here's why. I was doing some crazy online research, and I've seen some pictures of him within either this episode or the next episode. Like on set or like stills from the show? Stills from the show. Ah. So, we'll get into it more with predictions because I think it really will come next mm-hmm. episode. It'll make more sense. Um, and clearly we have a lot of characters coming back next episode, so I'm really excited about that. But, um, yeah. Let's get so, back to the Sorry, episode. excuse me. So, Shane's upset. <laughs> Do you... What, what were your thoughts of why she didn't want to choose Shane? I don't think she wants him in, in a courthouse. Yeah. I don't think she wants to put him in... I mean, she already spent she spent the last three years in jail protecting him from his incident, and I don't think she wants to, to put him in a position where he's going to have to perjure himself or have people looking into his background or... You know, I think she or, just wants to keep him away from it all. Okay, and I, and I definitely understand that. He was a little upset with. Well, he was very upset with her. Oh, he was upset, but he gave her fifteen thousand dollars. Right, and that, but then he got so upset that he requested uh, a bonus added on to that for when she pays him back. Well, he's always charging her interest. Yeah. So, all right. So she's got to go. She has this whole court situation set up. Um. The whole another situation we had tonight was Andy and Maxine. Although Maxine didn't really show up till towards the end. <sighs> All right, I don't get what they're doing with this. Like they always put Andy in like a weird love situation. Yeah, he is unlucky in love. And yeah, I mean it just shows tonight like what. Bud, what's going on, dude? <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get his love life together. Um, I don't know what's wrong with him. No, me either. But he's sitting in there and he's talking to Maxine's husband. And basically they're talking to each other about how they they kind of like each other. And yeah, I mean, they're like, starting to get along. And, and the situation's working out well. Um, this polyamorous lifestyle. Which, that room is just... Every time we watch this, an episode with the, uh, them in the bedroom, I always see something new. And tonight, I saw this column. I know she calls it the danger room. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the word for them is polyamorous. I think the word... What would be... Um, she calls them polyamorous. No, I know, but I I think they need to be called, yeah, something in which you love danger, love death. Yeah. Um, You know, in this room, she has unsafe flooring, floors, she has unsafe chairs. It's like she's trying to kill her husband. (laughs) 
She has literally there's a column in the bedroom with saw blades mm-hmm. sticking out of, out of it, like a cat scratcher. <laughs> but dangerous cat scratcher. If the lights are and no doorknob, and no, no doorknob. doorknob, no doorknob. What do you need a doorknob for? Yeah. Hey, what the hell do you need a doorknob? For? <laughs> Maybe it's on springs and you just push it. It was opens. That is what it was. Oh, but I'm just saying to the average person. Yeah, like what if you get up in the middle of the night and you gotta go to the bathroom and, and you, you walk bump into, into the, the wall <laughs> and then you back into the column and you're dead. <laughs> dead. dead. <laughs> oh, um, but undead. I mean, I guess it keeps your your senses super heightened. Super heightened. In uh, another sense, it keeps super heightened is your nose. I'll explain in a second. As Andy's talking to the husband, <laughs> like so confused, Andy slips out of his chair. Well, because the, the he he was telling is the chair is shaped like a. A slide. Like a slide. And he was telling him to, like, arch his back. And what was it? Arch your back and, like, keep your head up or something. And Andy and starts getting high. Up. And Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts getting high and just slips off the chair. And um, as Andy slips off the chair... Maxine's husband slips off the chair as well, but for a whole other reason. I thought he was having a heart attack. Yeah. He... What was it? He was saying that he needed sugar because he's hypoglycemic, which we found out later towards the end of the episode. He's just a little hypoglycemic, which means he just needed some sugar. But apparently, like, Andy thought he died, so he called 911, gave him um, CPR, P.S. Of all the things in the room that are not dangerous, the phone. And that's where I said senses, your nose. Literally a Converse sneaker. Like a high-top Converse. I mean, I want that phone. I But I really feel like it was a real Converse. I know, it looked like, like a real shoe. Turned into a phone, so it pro- I felt like it smelled. It, it just looked smelled. dirty. It, de- it looked really dirty. It would definitely not go up against my cheek. I know. I'd break right. out the next day. <laughs> so gross. But such an awesome phone. It was really cool. Don't deny it. But very uh, out of the ordinary for that room. I would I never imagine. Hey, just a simple phone. I would expect like, you know. A chainsaw or like a drill. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Something that could viciously harm you. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he, he helps the husband. Um, let's just get into what happens at the end with him. Um, well, what we saw. Right. So Andy walks in and sees Maxine reading her husband a poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Do you remember? Do you remember what the... Uh, I love how we're both asking each other. No. Well, it was a poem about death and... Well, I mean, it's Poe. Right, yeah. <laughs> Come on. And Andy couldn't really believe what was going on, and he's just starting to realize, you know, you would think that he would be leaving the situation because I can't deal with a man being here, I can't deal with you liking another man... But the situation is he's leaving because it's so negative. Maxine has this obsession with, and it's funny because now this just hit me. She just she is the one who has the obsession with death. Yeah, because well, yeah. Think about she hired Silas to be put in a bubble and almost die, and to see who's going to save him. The subject. Yeah, I mean she is she's obsessed with death. 
weirdo. Um, She's definitely a character. I hope we find out more about that. Uh, I would like to know what happened. At least one more episode of what of her. I'm. I, and it's starting to get weird now, and I just want Andy to find a new love interest because her character for me is. You don't like her. I like the actress, but this character, they took it. They took it someplace I don't want to continue. Really strange place. I'll give you that. But I like Maxine and Andy together. Really, I do. Do you? I I wish they wouldn't have like brought in the whole husband, husband who's dying of cancer, and like she's crazy obsessed with death, and like even if she was obsessed with death, the husband thing—it's just too much for me. It's a lot going on, you know. So with that, sorry guys. Um. But he definitely breaks up with her. Yeah, at the end, we, we, you know, he leads into that. Um, so yeah, let's get back into this whole court thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nancy finally talks Silas into going with her. They're on the plane, and she's trying to convince him to, you know, are you going to say something good? Are you going to say something bad? And Silas is just being the prick and. Going back and forth with her, like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I feel. I don't know what I do. You and hate it, Silas. <sighs> because I don't hate him, but it's just like, it's your mother. And the reality is, I get mad at Nancy because it's like, you do never learn your lesson. But I'm just getting mad at Nancy. These past seasons, it's like, when you really think of what she's gotten herself into... Up until this point, she really could never get out of it. Mm-hmm. She always, you know, it, it all led back to her starting to deal weed at the kids' games. And then it spiraled into this big thing. It invo- started involving friends, family, people were affected. Um, then, it, you know, it, it just kept growing into this giant snowball, which exploded last season. Mm-hmm. Now you're at a point of redemption. And you're going back to it. That's where I get upset. Yeah. Silas is just upset because he feels he didn't have the life he should have had. He feels more sorry for himself rather than looking at the situation as a whole and being like, our family's doing this. Because, you know, he he thought it was all peaches and cream when... Oh, I have the coolest mom on the block, and she let me own a sandwich shop, and I was screwing a 35-year-old woman yeah. and selling drugs in, you know, special K subs. Like, you had the cool mom back then. You wanted to involve yourself with drugs back then. But now your mother marries a Mexican mafia person. and Well, where did all that spiral from? That all spiraled from growing pot in warehouses, burning down of, you know, their old house, having to run away. All these situations were spiraled out of control. That's why I'm upset with Silas. Okay. Um, Understandably. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, also with this, you know, she has to go for, she has to leave, I believe it was for two days. Yeah, she got a 48-hour furlough, so she has two days to get to Oakland, 
go to the hearing, and then get back to the halfway house to check in. Okay. Otherwise, it's back to jail. I loved this uh, <laughs> this scene with Doug when he was at work, and he was like, I thought you were kidding. I know. Like, that you were leaving. Well, I mean, she does just sort of take off. She's like, I got to leave for two days. Yeah. She doesn't say anything, doesn't give him a reason. She just disappears. Ugh. Um, you know, Doug gets upset with her in the most goofiest way ever possible. He can't find the lunch menu. <laughs> the lunch menu. His screen was frozen on whatever it Bradley was. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. But he would forgive her if she could get a, jo- a euro for him. Um, Love that you just said euro. Yes. Because that is what it's called, people. It is not a gyro. It is a euro. He said gyro. He did say gyro. Um... Cut to the scene of Nancy in the courtroom. On the phone, ordering, ordering extra Suzuki's house. <laughs> loved it. I really loved it because you know she was taken so serious, and you know he'll take her back in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, then the Martin Short comes out, tells her that the hearing was postponed. For two months. Crazy. Two months. I mean, that is... That's vicious. Mm-hmm. And granted, I'm sure it was the lawyer's idea. Really? Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. It you don't was think the Jill planted that bomb? No. I'm almost. Po- I mean, of course, it has to be the lawyers. They're trying to get her angry. Well, that and the fact of yeah, and the fact of and know, make her like act. How is she going to be able to get another one of these? Exactly. How is she going to get the money back for this? How is she going to fly her way out here again? Like they're they're trying to screw with her, and it's just so Nancy politics, like, takes things into her own hands and visits Jill's house. <laughs> and I'm glad she did this because I I miss this Nancy Botwin. I miss the one that takes you know the situation by the hand and says, you know what? No, I'm a badass bitch, and here's what I'm gonna do. I'm a badass I'm a bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. um, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Stop apologizing. I can't help it. I was abused as a child. No, you weren't. I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry. I have opinions. It was the euros. It was the. I have <laughs> what kind of a hero I was eating. Um. Oh, Ali Garfinkel, where are you in my life right now? Sorry. What? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <clears throat> she just popped up in my head. Oh, okay. All right. So, Nancy visits Jill's house. <laughs> Shout out to Ali! Um, Nancy visits Jill's house. Uh, for all of you guys who think we're just crazy right now, Ali Garfinkel is not a random person in my head. No. She joined uh, me and David for United States of Terror. We tried to force her into Nurse Jackie. Didn't happen. Nope. Um, and she's currently doing... MTV's The Challenge rivals with me Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. Selfless plug. Um, so check it out tomorrow night. Tell her I said what's up. I sure will. And she actually has fallen in love with the British accent. <laughs> You're a British accent? For some reason, I always get into this British accent. And <coughs> David has become accustomed to it. I so. have become very accustomed yes, to it. Yes, so he's always put up with it. However, Ali never fully understood it. But now she's been my my co-host on the show, and she's she's dealing with it. 
So, here we go. Here we go. Like I said, Nancy visits Jill's house, and Jill's husband is actually what's outside. It, what's his name, Scott? Scott. No, he's not outside. She's, like, ringing the doorbell <laughs> incessantly, and then he comes, he comes outside. outside. He's um, not just, like, hanging out on the lawn, barbecuing hot dogs. Hey! Hey, what's up, Nancy? <laughs> Fancy meeting you I here. wish that happened. I mean, that would have been genius. Um... He lies and says Jill wasn't at the house and she took Stevie to the park. I mean, if you don't like your wife, why are you backing her up so much? Well, give me a break. Like, the woman is awful. She's crazy. She's insane. She's insane. Like, literally, Nancy was uh, said, <laughs> which is so childish, but she was like, oh, yeah, well, do you know Jill and Andy had sex? They hooked up. And then all of a sudden, Jill comes on the... She comes on over the intercom. intercom. He already knows. I already told him. Get over it. We all are. It's like, Jill. Oh, so you are there, bitch. I know. I would, like, love to smack that woman. I would... Not the actress. I'm hoping... The character. (laughs) I'm hoping there will be a fight. I would love to see the two of them actually fight. I hope Nancy beats the shit out of her. Excuse my language, but I really do. If, like, if that was my sister, I swear, it would take so much in me not to murder them mm-hmm. in their sleep. And not only that, but I don't, you know, it doesn't even have to get physical in that sense. I want something yes, does. so bad to happen to her. I want somehow Nancy to get back at her. But at the same time, I want Scott to take those kids away. I know, like, why would you, like, you don't like your wife. I mean, granted, he's talking about how... When they split up, he didn't get to see his children, and he likes being with his children more than helping Nancy. Than helping Nancy, and he, he I mean, he loves his children, and he wants, so he puts up with Jill, which I completely understand, understand although it's me. not, like, the most healthy thing in the entire world. But, I mean, there are other ways around it. Who is this woman? Like, she's so... Why? I mean, I don't understand why he just doesn't like divorce her and get forced custody of the children, like dual custody of the children. I mean, it's not great for. She must have something against because th- she must have something against him in the sense of. Um. Him, them splitting up and her not allowing him to see the children, because how could that happen? How could how could she get that privilege? Well, if they were just split up and not divorced, mm, then okay. they can, then you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Oh, prediction! Save it for later. But I, I need to write that down actually. So then we got into <laughs> what was the situation with Doug in the third quarter report? Ah, uh, Doug. Um, in lieu of not being able to order lunch. <laughs> Actually did work. Actually decides to work for once. Shocker. And he reads the third quarter report and finds out that there are some inconsistencies in the third quarter report. Because I don't know what he called it, but he has this thing where he says he sees numbers and words oh, I wrote it down. in colors. Oh, Can you pronounce I can't it? Read my, no, I can't read my handwriting. Synathoria? Something like that. Synathoria of some Synethoria. sort. But That's three is a... orange, Tuesday is green, and vagina is purple. Whatever that means. 
Well, he sees it's sort of like a. I'm gonna assume. So if you like see the word vagina, you see purple, or if you see a vagina, you see just the color purple. <laughs> the word. I think it's like a, a form. I'm gonna assume, and it could be a completely correct assumption, incorrect assumption. Excuse me, that it's like a form of dyslexia. That instead of seeing the number or seeing the word, you see the color. Instead, but what does three and orange have to do with? I each don't other? think they have anything to do with each other. Okay, I think it's just the way his brain processes things. Anyway, synesthesia. There you go. Did you just look that up? I did. Keep talking. I'm gonna look this up, and I'm gonna tell you exactly what it okay. is. Okay. And so he re- he goes through the third quarter of reports, and he finds the in- inconsistencies due to his pre-existing condition and where normal people would have a business lunch right they go have a business um (laughs) mutual masturbation sesh now okay is that a happy ending sesh i don't even think they got massages i think they went to just get their rocks off okay but is that what a happy ending is is that what it's considered? Have you ever heard of me yes. if I get massages and then get masturbated okay. after? Okay, no one has to. <laughs> I'm asking because I've, I'm not exactly sure of what the term happy oh, ending is. Happy ending is when you get a massage, a normal massage, and at the end of the massage they give you a little... It's a hand job. They finish you off. Okay, because here's a story Which for is you guys. Happy ending. Here's a story. In quotes. Give me the story. I lived in New York. Uh-huh. Um, okay, and David, you did too, so you might know where I'm, what I'm talking about. Uh, in the village, mm-hmm. West 4th Street. Know it very well. Okay. Up West 4th Street. West they, 4th and what? Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> okay. Where McDonald's is. Oh my God, I knew you were going to say that. I was Across the street later. from the jazz bar. Yes. There's a little massage spot. Yes, there is. Amazing. It's like literally an hour for like $30. Yeah. I went in for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Paid like $18. Amazing. Amazing. They use oils, hot rocks, massages. Like, I mean, I went in there and I was like, what? What kind of amazing spot am I in? <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, if you live in New York or visit New York, check that spot out. It is still open. Um, so, first year of college, getting a massage. So luxurious for college. Right. <laughs> I went with a bunch of girls brought me there. They're like, oh, we're going to get massages. Come. I'm like, oh, I've never gotten a real massage before. Cool. Went in so, I'm in there. My half hour is up, and the woman, like, literally did my entire back like, turned me over, did my chest, my legs, like, in a half hour, this nice. woman, like, re- relieved my life. Um, she turned me from a boy to a man. <laughs> I'll ditch you now. And at the end, oh, I hope we don't get in trouble for announcing that this place did this to me, but asked me if Got I it. wanted a happy ending. Ooh, she likes you. I didn't know what a happy ending was, so I responded, does that cost extra? <laughs> she said yes. I said no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're concerned about how much it's gonna cost you. Because I thought like there's Swedish massages, there's deep tissue, there's like a lot of different names for different types of situations. And you got asked if you wanted a happy ending. 
So I just wanted to know if it was gonna if it was free. Thank God it wasn't. <laughs> thank God she was like, if you want to tip extra, you can. Because if she continued that, I would have. You would have had a heart attack. I wouldn't have even known what to have done. Um, so I left there, and I, as I'm walking out with my friends, I was like, hey, so did you guys, we all went for half hours, like, did you guys end up getting the happy ending? And they were like, what? <laughs> they were like, do you know what that is? But they told me it was a blowjob. No. Okay. So they were young-minded. Okay, and that's... Uh, yeah. Those young-minded <laughs> kids. Young, naive children. Um... So, yeah, I've always been under the understanding that that's what that was. No, 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 no. Okay, it's, so... It's a hand ski. A hand ski, okay. A hand ski. So, yes, that was my experience with that. So, go uh, ahead. The, they had their little they're discussion. They're getting mutual, mutually masturbated, which is very odd. They're in the same room talking shop. And essentially... Doug's boss tells him that they've been cooking the books so that everyone makes money and to just continue doing it, which is very illegal. <laughs> it's very Wall Street of them. It's, I mean, they're on Wall Street. So I'm going to, you know, let's hope that people aren't doing that on Wall Street right now, only because then we're all going to end up in the poorhouse. But... That is what's happening. <laughs> well, and how about the, the the girls giving the hand skis? Uh, one of them leaves. I love it. Well, she says her five o'clock has shown up, so she's got to go. Because well, so she, she was she was upset that they weren't like into what they were getting done. And well, they weren't paying attention, so they were taking longer to finish. Right, <laughs> which is a weird thing to say. So even you know I love weeds because this was really graphic. I've never seen very graphic. I was very uncomfortable. Weeds is step. They're turning into Californication here. Uh, another I show. I mean, there show. were boobies, like literally, like stiff tents and hands going up hands. and down. Like then all of a sudden, freaking Jenna Jameson, masseuse comes over and she's like as soon as the other masseuse left she's in the middle and she's double teaming them. double teaming them like I mean I wish you guys could see what I'm doing but you can't it <laughs> literally looks like he's shaking two maracas <laughs> that's what she looked like she was doing shaking two maracas and I love the comment about uh, Rocket Man she was like oh well does he ever take off Very so that makes me believe that Doug um, is a little impotent well he smokes a lot of weed True. And that is one of the side effects. True that. True that. If you want to be... Go ahead, finish the I'm statement. trying to think of the word, but if you don't want to have problems in the sack... If you want to keep going and going and going... If you want to be happy for the rest of your life... <laughs> <laughs> don't smoke weed, kids. <laughs> don't smoke weed. Um. So, synthes... Synthes... Synesthesia. Synesthesia? Synesthesia. Thank uh -huh. you, because I'm like looking at Greek spellings of it and everything. It's a neurologically based condition in which stimulation of one sensory pathway leads to automatic involuntary experiences in a second sensory or cognitive pathway. People who report such experiences are known as synthesis. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, but basically, does it give like a, whenever you see a letter or a number, you think color. 
You think color? Yes. Wow, we, so you don't actually see the color. Well, it's it, it, it said it's perceived as a color. Okay. So I don't know if that's literally seeing the color or you're just in your it, own it, head. It's, you see the color. Okay. All right. But is that all it says? I mean, it's like a three color. I mean, three color. Look at me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're being affected. Okay, so, but there is actually a little diagram, and it says how someone would, someone with synthesia might perceive, whatever, uh, might perceive certain letters and numbers, and literally zero is like a dark brown, one is a cyan, two is a purple, three is red. Did he say three is red? You said three was orange. Well, it is kind of an orangish red, actually. Um, Four is a green, five is yellow. Very weird. How interesting. That's drugs, Doug. <laughs> I mean, for him it might be. <laughs> That's THC. like too much LSD, THC. Which I found out recently that THC is a mild form of acid. Really? Yes. I could see that. And that's why it causes sexual impotence. All right. All right, kids. So, come on. Let's not kill the babies in the world. I don't know why I just said that. I don't know why you said that. I'm losing Kill babies. <laughs> no, but it kills my brain cell. Clearly. <laughs> so, vagina is purple. That's what I'm seeing <laughs> on my paper right now. Moving on. Straight to vagina. All right. That's what I do. I go straight to vagina. Shane goes to talk to his teacher, to uh, a uh, random teacher, actually, mm-hmm. which was really random of him. I'm glad to see he's actually partaking in college. He's actively looking into uh, applied criminal justice. Attending a class. Attending. <laughs> and it's criminal justice, and it's funny. It's applied criminal justice, which I don't know what that means, but it seems like it's fancier well, I have than my... just criminal justice. It's funny to me because I've always thought that Shane is going to be the only one to like do something. Do something with his life? Yeah. Besides be a murderer and a uh, pot-dealing Snake. Uh, Basically, I mean, applied criminal justice covers a range of areas, including criminology, criminal justice, uh, forensic, crime scene investigation, state and society, psychological, profiling, violence and conflict. So it's just like a big blanket where he can look into criminal justice and then perhaps choose a field. Yeah. Um, I wonder why he chooses criminal justice. Well, he's always been into... Um, what's it called? He's always been into... Dead people. Murders, death, killing. He's just... It's always intrigued him. And, I mean, part of me feels he's doing it because he would like to learn how he can help his mother. How... Somehow it's going to tie into... I, I I would think that same thing, but she's not... Hasn't been criminally charged for anything. Oh, yeah, she, she was criminally charged to, um... What's it called? She was in jail for three years. And but now she's going to court to get Stevie. And Shane's always liked Stevie because I don't know if you remember, but the past two seasons, he, or the past season, he was always the one guarding Stevie. Do you, do you recall that? No. You mm-hmm. can say it rather than shake your head so everyone <laughs> out there can. No. 
so I'm not just talking about really. it. You're so. just talking to yourself while I doodle an arrow over here. I'm glad that's. I'm glad we're doing a <laughs> podcast and you're doodling. Awesome. I always doodle. It helps me focus. <laughs> oh, right. Except but when I do Pretty Little Liars, which I do before the show. Shameless plug. <laughs> which it's already over, so just pay attention. It's Tom- tomorrow night, Wednesday. Already over, but you can catch it on Ustream. Ustream or TV. on iTunes. Backslash AfterBuzz TV. I do not doodle when I do that show because Deirdre cracks the whip oh okay so that's what it is I'm just gonna, <laughs> you know i try to be the fun guy you are the fun guy i try to be the fun guy and this is how this is what i'm treated <laughs> this is how you he's get literally carving in the afterbus studio walls yeah no, i'm just kidding mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. so which by the way che- actually check out pretty little life so you can see the beautiful new studio in here yes it looks amazing epic i mean like literally epic. when we're done with this podcast David and I will be blasting maybe some Beyonce or maybe something. Maybe some Britney. Maybe some Britney and be flashing the lights and be in club after Buzz because it's just, I feel like I'm at the real world reunion right now. Really? It's very yeah. swanky. It's very like Miami Ace Hotel. Yes. Never been there, but all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> back to weeds. Back to weeds. Um, Silas randomly goes and talks to the judge i think he did it in the sense of okay let me try and stick up for my mother but at the same time i really flew all the way out here we need to have a purpose for it because the purpose can't be nancy going to jill's house and causing drama in the sense of it's just gonna look bad for nancy right so silas you know Let's sweep the dust underneath the carpet and let's fix the situation. He talks to the judge while the judge is eating um, and gives like the poorest. He gives an attempt to be to give his like character witness speech to the judge in an effort to get the judge on his side and on Nancy's side. And he, he says something really sweet, I think. As a son, to to give her a fair chance, at least. She flew all the way out here. I mean, at least give her a chance to fight for her son. And so my question is, is what can that chance be? Maybe he can, maybe the judge, I mean, we didn't get to see the end of the episode, but perhaps the judge has pushed up the hearing date, which is he's able to do if he wants. Or not within two days, I don't feel. Yeah, he can. He can. He can push something else back. All right, go judge. So Silas and the lawyer show up at Jill's house, and you know, <laughs> Martin Short. If you guys didn't pay attention last week, has this obsession with like weird, crazy stories. Uh huh. And he was I like, "Forgot about that." Oh, what, what did he say? He said, "I can't, I don't know if I'm interested in having a good client or a good story anymore." Yeah. He's like, so what happened? Yeah. Um, and well, because I mean, serves him right. He told he told her that if she was angry, to go free and break something, and she bolts and goes to Jill's house. Obviously, which Silas knew she was gonna go do, and he was like, well, maybe she just went for a walk. I mean, clearly not. It's a custody hearing. The right. first thing you're gonna do is go directly to your child, if given the chance. I mean, I know that's what I would do. Right. Um, and I mean, this is where, I mean, 
I don't know if anything happened at the end of the episode with this situation. <laughs> we'll never know. Um, we'll never know. Um, but as as far as that, I don't know how they're going to get from this situation to what we saw in the previews. Because that seems like a very That's big a jump. big jump. The only thing I can think of is that the judge postpones, uh, pushes up the hearing at least a couple of days, and her lawyer is able to get her a couple more days furlough due to circumstances or something. That's the only thing I can think of, is that after meeting with Silas, the judge decided to push up the hearing. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Um, all right, because I just want to jump into predictions because I just, there's so much. Jump into predictions, man. Well, before we jump into con- uh, predictions, we're going to hit a commercial break and we will be up. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. It's television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. And we are back with Weeds Season 7, Episode 5. And let's get into some predictions. Give it to me. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh, Nancy Botwin, where will you take us next week? Where? Well, clearly, Nancy takes us to a field of weed. Well, she goes... I mean, she okay. So she's back in California. So very clever of um, them to bring back some old characters, and it's really funny because I don't know if you remember David, but a few weeks ago I said I wish they would bring Conrad back. You did say that, and I'm really, not on the air. You said no, it. No, no. While we were watching. While we were watching. Um, because I really n- never would expect them to bring him back. But I love that they're reaching back. And I don't know if they will bring him back because we didn't see him in the preview. Um, that's just who Nancy was looking for. Because her, Nancy and Conrad have, are still on good terms. Um, the whole yeah. reason they were separated was because of Helia. Um, who is back. Who is back and shooting her like, at her with a shotgun. Yes. Um, Rightfully so. <laughs> now, what I don't understand is why... It, it, I mean, they really reached back because we see Celia's husband mm-hmm. is with her for some reason, which he 
does have some animosity towards Doug. Not really towards Nancy, but more towards Doug. Um, and he is a big pot smoker, so he maybe he's the connection of you know bringing Nancy there. Um, oh, that would be interesting. No, I don't think so because he says Celia's not with you, right? In the preview. Oh right. Oh my gosh! If they really reach back and bring Celia here, I don't think they would do that. I don't. Think I don't think they would do that either. Oh, but that would make this show so epic for me. <laughs> that for me would be a sign that this series is ending. Really? Yeah. See to me. Uh, Wrapping things up. No, I wouldn't even think that because With characters. Here's, here's the thing. It is where my mind goes. Okay. Well, here. All right. So here's my thing. Hmm. Weeds did something this season where I couldn't have imagined them taking it. They literally, at the end of last season, it was almost to the point of, like, where else can you guys go? Like, I mean, this bitch has fucking killed Mexican government officials, has freaking climbed underneath the, uh, dug underneath the border of Mexico. She's selling hash. She's selling weed. She's using a baby as a drug transporter, like... Drug meal. Burning houses down. Her son is a murderer. Mm -hmm. Like, where are we going with this? And then you put her in jail. End of series. However, they've revived it. And they've put Nancy in a position where... Just when you think she could get better... She is getting worse. Well, I don't know about that because she still has not been able to find a reliable source for weed to this point. And we're already on episode five, correct? Yes. Okay. So she still has yet to find a reliable source to be able to deal. And just because she's meeting Halia, who... Is that her name? Helia. 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 Um, who happens to still be growing weed. Doesn't mean that she's going to be getting weed from her. Well, no, but I mean... And she still has the opportunity to lead the straight and narrow if she could get her stuff together. And that's the thing. The opportunity is there. And so with that, it's... Is this the last season? Because you guys could wrap it up nice and easy. But I feel like if they wrapped it up this season, it's just like, first of all, Showtime, you're losing too many shows if you do that. Well, I mean, it gives them space for new ones. Yeah, but... Could you see, Could you really... Would you not watch next season? I, I, no, I totally would watch next season. But I'm just saying that, like, usually for me, bringing back characters that haven't been seen in four or five seasons is a sign that they're wrapping things up with everybody. I mean, they've brought it back full circle those pe- to her original supplier. Right, but those are people that we don't need to re- be wrapped up. No, 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 but what I'm saying is is that they, as a character arc or a story arc, mm-hmm. they have brought it back full circle to Nancy's original supplier of weed and maybe... Helio, whatever the hell her name is, will become her supplier again, and there would be a way for them to end the series. I'm just saying. Not that I want it to be over. I do see But that. it is possible. 
And I kind of hope that does happen, but I hope it lasts over two more seasons. This season and next season. I this want, season and you want next season to I be the last? I want next season to be the last season. Okay. Eight seasons for Weeds. Eight seasons. Ten is always better. I would love ten seasons. Ten seasons is always better. Jesse Janity could personally do that. <laughs> However, I don't think Jesse is going off of what I want. No, they're Dave, definitely not. David and I could sit in here for the next however many seasons you need us to, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about weeds. I totally could. Honestly. Because I think the show is, is so well done. It, it so is. So well it's, done. It's just like, for, like I keep saying, for a half-hour program, like you guys kill it every week. They do. Every week. Um, anyway, what do you think is happening next week? So next week, I have no idea how th- that's being tied in. Um, I hope Guillermo comes back because I we don't have a negative we don't have an enemy in the series right now. Mm. Who? Jill. Well, yeah, but they're not gonna. The thing with Jill, Jill's gonna be like, I compare everything to Buffy. I'm so sorry. Please do it. Do it. I'll make it'll make so much more sense. Okay, for me. At so least. anybody who's a Buffy fan knows that. Every week, Buffy would fight the monster of the week. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the se- uh, season, she would fight the monster that's been kind of... The through line of the season? Right. Been boiling up to the end. Like the first season was the master? Right. Jill is the master. Jill is... Oh, the, really? Jill is the evil character that will not be vanquished until... <laughs> Until the end. Oh. You think? Yeah, she is the Wicked Witch. She will not be touched until the end. Because I think that they're going to carry the story of Nancy and motherhood throughout this season. I think that's the strong point here. I think so, too. It just makes me so angry. Because I really hate Jill's face. I want to kick her. Which is going to make it even better building that up. And however Nancy handles that situation. True. I, which I hope she does do it with some sort of class because that's, no. that's what Jill will not expect. Jill will expect her to climb the fence. Jill will expect her to fight her, argue with her, whatever. Here's my prediction. Yes. What I wrote down earlier. Oh. Nancy and Scott will work together. You because think? you put it in my head, actually. If Scott and Jill just separated and didn't divorce, she has the power of holding the kids away from him. Mm-hmm. However, if there's a legal divorce and Jill is proven faulty, which she can because she had an affair. Right. With Andy. With Andy. Which Andy could testify because Nancy could get Andy to testify. But keep well, this in mind. California is a no-fault state. Oh. And they live in California, and they were married in California. So it wouldn't matter if she had extramarital affairs unless they had a prenup. Well, hopefully they have a prenup. <laughs> and, but I'm just saying, that, though that plus the fact of Scott knowing what Jill's doing, I, I just... I want that to be the way. I just want Jill's world to come tumbling down from the inside. Ah, that would make me so happy. Because that would just, that's really like, you want to get to somebody, get them from the inside. Um, Ugh, 
seriously. Like, so, that yeah. woman is incorrigible. I, and then as far as next week, I just really hope Conrad does show up because I, I loved him on the show. I loved her friendship with him. I think he... There were some sparks between them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it would make sense. Like, if if the hearing gets pushed up a couple days and she's granted a couple more days furlough from the halfway house and she's allowed to stay in California, um, it would only make sense that she would could run into Conrad. And also... I mean, how did she get... How did she know where to go look for helium? <laughs> <laughs> Well, another thing is, you know, Helia did like her at the beginning. Mm-hmm. She just thought yes, she, she was did. crazy. And if this is really a turning point for Nancy, I wonder if they'll make her almost like almost taking Nancy in and helping her out in a sort of self-rehab. Oh, Helia? Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting which just popped into my head? That perhaps... This isn't even taking place in California. It's very possible that that field of weed is in New York. That must be very upstate New York. You know Westbury. Oh, there we are. That's Westbury. Where it's, that's what's happening next week. In White Plains. <laughs> well, or Valhalla. I don't know. I just can't wait till next week to see it. I can't wait until the internet and um, DirecTV are fixed <laughs> so we can watch the last two minutes of episode. Oh, my God. But until then, David, always a pleasure. It's been real. Show enough show has. <laughs> and until next week, guys, we will see you later. Peace. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.